Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Fee Compass Gem Sessions podcast. My name is Miglena Dobreva, and I'll be your host today. Today, we have invited Michal Pilke, Head of Unit in European Commission's Director General for Agriculture and Rural Development. We're here to talk about financial instruments co-funded by the European Agricultural Fund for Road Development and how they can support agriculture and agri-food sectors in Europe. Welcome, Michal, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Miklena. Good morning to all listeners, and thanks to Compass for undertaking our first podcast on EFID financial instruments. So, Michal, let's start with the recent FICOMPA study on financial needs in EU agriculture and agri-food sectors. And as a second point, the possibilities offered by EFRG financial instruments. Our listeners can find the link to the study in the transcription of this podcast on our website as well as on our dedicated EFRG webpage. Now, what was the rationale behind this study and what are the main outcomes? In this programming period, financial instruments as part of rural development programs were set up very late. Some managing authorities explained that the necessary ex-ante assessment delayed the process. Others were not convinced that there is an issue at all with access to finance in agriculture and rural development. The study is our contribution to come to a better understanding and a more detailed picture about the financial markets in which farmers have to operate. Access to finance has also been analyzed when we drafted the Commission recommendations for the future CAP strategic plan. There, the study provided an important input. The financing gap, which we found, is between 19 and 46 billion euros for agriculture and more than 12 billion euros for the agri-food sector. Its size motivates us to raise these points and to search for adequate solutions. Indeed, the financing gap identified is significant. Could you give us more details on what these estimations are based on? Estimations in the study are based on first-hand information gathered through a survey on a representative sample of 7,600 farmers and a survey on 2,150 food enterprises. These surveys were complemented by more than 400 interviews with main stakeholders in member states. As you mentioned, this autumn, DG Agri through FICOMPAS hosted a series of country-specific webinars on the financial needs in agriculture and agri-food sectors. What are your impressions from these online events and what's next? First of all, very interesting, a huge demand for information from our stakeholders and very responsive managing authorities ready to talk about their cases and experience. Secondly, these webinars provided the opportunity to discuss a topic that is specific and has a different solution for each country. What works in one member state is not needed in another one. Strategic approaches by managing authorities also differ, and the way the green transition is seen determines the way forward in the future CAP strategic plans. Thirdly, the COVID-19 health crisis has negatively impacted the sustainable investment path of agriculture. Many farmers had troubles selling their production. Therefore, we need to discuss this all well and listen to the member states 
to develop together the right way forward. As to the future, we intend to continue with these webinars and we will announce some new events soon. And now, looking ahead, among the interesting novelties of the new Common Agricultural Policy, or CAP, there is the easier combination of financial instruments and grants and the possibility to support purchase of land for young farmers. This can be a key element to help young farmers entering the sector. What is your view of this and what feedback have you received from the member states so far? The one-stop shop option, which we announced last year in April, is an excellent opportunity for saving costs and time. It allows for a straightforward approach. If it can be combined with additional financial resources, for example, through the EIB, banks financing, etc., that could provide for even more extra value added. It is too early to draw any conclusions about the feedback from member states, as we are still in an early phase of the discussions on the new CAP strategic plans. I am optimistic that member states will address the needs of young farmers. We will encourage them. Speaking about the Green Deal and the Green Transition, how do you think the new possibilities introduced for financial instruments under the CAP strategic plans for the next programming period can facilitate and speed up the transition to more sustainable agriculture in rural areas? The challenge to modernize agriculture and to advance in our ambitions under the Green Deal is very important. Agriculture as a sector is in need of huge investments to be able to deliver on economic, environmental and social sustainability. The green transition will be a long process that can be facilitated by financial instruments. And this is why financial instruments are such a high priority for us. In the context of the Green Deal, the combination of grants and financial instruments could be an important tool. This combination allows supporting larger viable projects and linking the grant element to the achievement of certain targets, for example, reduction of energy use. At the end, it will all depend on the set of policy tools that the member state would like to use for reaching its objectives. Of course, we will be pleased to see financial instruments among them where they make sense. And now talking about VCOMPASS. I'm sure our listeners are curious to know what will offer under VCOMPASS going forwards to our EFRD community. What can they expect? We will continue to provide advice supported by examples and hopefully more analytical work to help managing authorities to take informed decisions. Given the circumstances, we will intensify our webinar offer. But we as Commission Services are also available for bilaterals in case of more specific questions. Very good. And now, Michal, to conclude, what's your advice for EFRD managing authorities who are considering setting up financial instruments in the next programming period? Well, it is not easy to come with a ready-made response here. We can only support their work, offer discussions on the design of the financial instruments and financial instruments products, and to provide information for example, on questions related to the implementation. We are looking forward to building on every successful case, no matter whether a new one or extended from the current period and then to the next programming period. In any case, we should not start late. Thanks a lot, Michael, for these very interesting insights and for sharing your expectations for the future. 
It was a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you for this opportunity, Miglena. I am looking forward to working with all of you on the new CAP strategic plans, and I wish you all a happy festive season and a happy new year. Thank you again, Michal. A big thank you also to our listeners for tuning in today for this new episode of the Fee Compass Gem Sessions. If you have any questions or want to suggest a new podcast topic, send us an email at info at ficompass.eu. Don't forget to follow us on social media and to subscribe to the podcast on the main podcasting platforms. Have a lovely day ahead and happy holidays from the Fee Compass team.